Hey guys, my name is JT and I'm on staff at UNC Chapel Hill. Thank you guys so much for joining us and we are excited to use this time each day to hear through the word together and grow in our love and understanding of the word. And we will start with a reading of the word and prayer each podcast. We'll share our highlights, our main point in text and then application and then we'll close out again in prayer. So today we're going to be getting into Acts 1, 4 through 11. I'd love if you took out your Bible with me as we read through this and then I'll, I'll open us up in prayer. So Acts 1, 4 through 11 says, And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons that the Father is fixed by his own authority, but you receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up and a cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes. And he said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? Then this Jesus, who was taken up from you into heaven, will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. And so that's our passage for today. This is what we'll unpack and dive into. Before we get into that, let's just pray that God will open up our eyes to see his word more clearly. Uh, Father, uh, we thank you. Your word is steady and a firm foundation. And we ask for understanding and joy in your word this morning and for your spirit to bring to light what you have for us as we dive into your word. Guide us and help us see you more clearly. And we ask that in your son's name. Amen. So uh, as we do with every text, uh, we want to start unpacking it by uh, making some highlights, some different things that stand out and different questions we have uh, while looking at this. And one of the first highlights that I made was asking the question, what promises are they waiting on in verse four? Um, That promise was the coming and the empowering of the spirit over the believers. They were told to wait for it because it was significant and an essential aspect to them moving forward after Jesus was going to ascend. The Spirit was so crucial to the Great Commission that they weren't even supposed to leave Jerusalem until the promise was fulfilled, so we know how significant that was. The second highlight I made was noticing the question and response that Jesus gave in verse 6 through 8. This was the last question that they ever asked Jesus in person, so there had to be some serious significance to it. And he didn't even answer their question by telling them the time or the season or the thing they were really asking. I think the way he responds to this really shows where the disciples misunderstood what he was trying to accomplish. Yes, he was there to restore Israel, but he was also there to make disciples who would make disciples to the ends of the earth, starting in Jerusalem, Judea and Samaria, and stretching to the whole world. So Jesus was showing that there is more to the new covenant than just the restoration of the kingdom of Israel. And he's saying that I have equipped you in every way to be my hands and my feet. The power of the Spirit is beyond comparison, and the Spirit has offered a newer and greater power than they had even with Jesus in the flesh, which is wild to think about. That power involved the strength to be bold and to persevere in the proclamation of the gospel in a time when many would be martyred for their faith. And this is also a power to preach the gospel effectively. And we know that God does not leave us unequipped for what he calls us to do. As we look at this passage as a whole, and just to sum it up in a main point in text, um, just so we know what, what God is, is, is trying to show us in this text. I think, I think the big main point for me is that Jesus promises the Holy Spirit that the apostles may be empowered to be witnesses to the ends of the earth. I'll say it again so you can write it down. 
Jesus promises the Holy Spirit that the apostles may be empowered to be witnesses to the ends of the earth. And as we move on from the main point, uh, we always want to end each time looking at application. How does this text actually change and transform me? The first one that really stood out to me was the, I think it helps us think differently about the Great Commission. It changes our thinking on how we, we know that sharing the gospel is a part of the Great Commission and how it's not something that falls squarely on our shoulders. We are given the Spirit to speak accurately and truthfully from the Word. We are also given boldness through the Spirit to speak it. Regardless of who you are, God has equipped us as believers to be witnesses to the nations. It doesn't say in this passage that you can be His witnesses. It says that you will be His witnesses. And secondly, to close, we should take this call to be witnesses to the ends of the earth seriously. Only the Father knows the time or the season and it is an urgent message since we don't know when, we, when he will return and can't do or think anything to advance it without the help and power of the Spirit. So practically, it brings us to think about who can we be sharing this message with? Who has God placed in your life for you to be a witness to? I know that's a challenging question for me and something that I want to take seriously. Um, as we come to a close today, I'd love just to pray the word back to God, um, knowing that he hears prayer and nothing better to pray to him than scripture that he's given us. So uh, pray with me and bow your heads. Father, uh, we adore you for being such a loving father who never leaves nor forsakes us, but equips us and falls through on his promises. We confess that we often rely on our own power in the Christian walk and forget the importance and strength of the spirit in us. And we thank you for freely giving your spirit who does give us strength to be witnesses. Father, use me and use us for the advancement of your name and help us remember to rely on your spirit and change my heart to desire the things you desire. We no longer have to wait for the promised spirit. You have given it to us, and I pray that we learn to trust and seek you day in and day out. Um, God, we love you, and we thank you, and ask these things in your son's name. Amen. Thank you guys so much for joining, and a great step for you, and something I encourage you to do is to reach out. Uh, make this more of a communal thing, and text one of your D group members or a friend, and just share what you've taken away from the word this morning. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us to hear the word together. Uh, we hope that God uses this time to continue to grow in knowledge and love for his word.